Hey, what is going down? Am I on the air universe? Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add, am I on the air in that section where it asks you, how'd you hear about Podgo? You heard it right here. Am I on the air? So make sure you fill that out in the application. Thanks everyone. And enjoy the show. Hi, am I on the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a crushing nose, and I'm on your air Highest max on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega And unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Alright, 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 what is going down everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I On The Air? Am I On The Air? Yes you are. What's up everybody, my name is Don Mega, I'm your host and I welcome you to the show. This is Am I On The Air, this is your one stop shop for all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news. We get you caught up to speed right here on television news Movie news, reviews, it all goes down week by week on Am I on the Air. Now, I am on the road today because, as you can tell, the episodes drop in a little later than it normally does. We always broadcast live on Monday nights, but tonight we are coming to you on a Tuesday. That's right, it is Tuesday, January the 19th, 2021. It's season 22, it's episode 3, and tonight's show is titled Mega Vision. That's right. We are broadcasting live from the best Western studios here in Cottonwood, Arizona. That's right, I am on the road for work, and I knew I was going to have some time here tonight at the hotel. So instead of uh, trying to find the time at my normal Red Dragons radio studios, we decided to take the show on the road Come on up to good old Cottonwood, Arizona, where the weather is fantastic. It's actually really, really cold, but I love the cold, and it's great, and you can see the snow on the mountains, and it's awesome. So, uh, once again, I welcome you to this Mega Vision episode, getting it down. So, 
As always, we're going to start things off with our non-spoiler reviews, so you don't need to worry about nothing. I got a movie to talk about, and then I got some television to talk about. A little MCU show dropped called WandaVision that we're going to talk about, and uh, some brief reviews on a couple other things. But first, we always start with theatrical. That's right, we made it back to the movie theaters this past week. I love being able to go to the movies and actually have something new to watch, and luckily this past week, our good old friend Liam Neeson dropped a new action movie, and um, he is back, ladies and gentlemen. It was just a couple months ago that Liam Neeson dropped Honest Thief, and that was a movie we got to see in theaters, and now he's back with The Marksman. So I am glad, with all these movies being pushed back, that Liam Neeson can continue to get his movies put out in theaters, and they actually make some pretty decent money. So congratulations, Mr. Neeson. So Liam is back in his latest action thriller. You know, typical kind of Liam Neeson type movie, but not as hardcore action as some of his other films are. The synopsis for The Marksman. He plays a rancher. A rancher on the Arizona border, which he becomes the unlikely defender of a young Mexican boy desperately fleeing the cartel assassins who have pursued him into the United States. Okay, so Liam Neeson, man. Um... So so you get the premise right there. I mean, you've seen it in the trailer. If you've seen the trailer for this movie, um, he is just a local rancher who has a a nice little house right on the border of Arizona and Mexico. And he always sees um, people crossing the border and he's always, you know, followed the law and called Border Patrol and said, hey, you know, this is where I've seen these people. And of course, one day he comes across a little boy who's escaping the cartel and he gets kind of roped in to helping out this young boy. And it becomes this road trip adventure as he is trying to get the boy to his family in Chicago, uh, as he's being pursued by the damn court cartel. So on last week's episode, I told you I'm watching a CBS all access show called coyote with Michael Chiklis. Um, this movie reminded me a lot of Coyote. I felt like this could have been in the same universe and was just a spinoff of it. The funny thing is, is I'm watching the marksman and the bad guy in the movie. I'm like, he looks like the bad guy from Coyote. (laughs) And when I got home, I IMDb it and sure enough, it was the same bad guy. So I was seeing Coyote uh, comparisons the whole time I'm watching this movie. And then lo behold, the bad guy is the same bad guy. So that's pretty, pretty damn funny. So this movie, man, it's nothing great. It's typical Liam Neeson fare. So I'm just going to put it out there in that format. If you like Liam Neeson and you like his typical, you know, B minus C rated kind of action movies, right? Um, I think you'll enjoy this. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, it's right there in the middle. It's, it's a decent watch. Um, should you run out to the movie theater to see it? Probably not. I, I, w- I don't know if I'd recommend that aspect of it. Um, but I think you should see it. I mean, when it comes out on streaming or comes out at home, uh, it's worth a watch, especially if you're a Liam Neeson fan. I, I had a fun time with it. Some of the stuff really bugged me in it, and I don't want to get into spoilers, but you know, me and Geeky Pat, I, I kept looking over at him, and I was like, why isn't this happening, and why would he be that dumb to do this, and why would he be that dumb to do that? I felt like there was a lot of s- stupid mistakes that anybody that's ever watched a movie like this would know to avoid, uh, and Liam Neeson did not avoid these things in this movie, and it drove me crazy. 
Um, but overall, you know, decent kind of movie. Like I say, he's a marksman, right? So he uses a gun a lot in this one. He's not really much hand to hand combat like some of the other movies. Um, you know, and he wasn't a complete badass like he was in some of the other movies. So, um, you know, Honest Thief that came out a couple months ago, I enjoyed that one more than this movie, but this, this one was actually a better watch than I thought it would be. Um, so that's saying something. So at the end of the day, I would give the marksman three out of five stars. It was good. So there you go on that. Uh, that's our only new movie release. So we're going to switch gears over to television, of course, and jump right into that. And of course, I got to start with the celebration that we finally, finally had something new from the MCU. The Marvel Cinematic Universe finally dropped something new for us. We went the entire year of 2020 with nothing from the MCU. Everything that was supposed to come out got delayed and got pushed. So we've literally had nothing for over a year. And we finally get our first MCU show on Disney+, and that, of course, is WandaVision. The good news also is that Disney Plus dropped two episodes. So that was really cool because we were able to really get into this show and kind of see where it's going. Um, Without spoiling anything, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. This show is probably not going to be for everybody. Um, It's weird. It's trippy. Um, I know that we have some division just within our group. Um, I really like the show. My boy Friggins was kind of in the middle. You know, he, he didn't love it. He didn't hate it. Uh, and then our other boy peeps absolutely hated it. (laughs) So, uh, and I don't know, geeky Pat, I don't know if he's even watched it yet. He hasn't said anything. Um, so, so we got views all over the place when it comes to this one, the reviews overall are outstanding. This is actually the highest rated MCU product to come out to date. Uh, it's sitting at about 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so it, the show is jarring because if you've seen the trailer, you know that it kind of takes place in this sitcom world, right? The first episode is very much out of the 50s. It's very Dick Van Dyke, um, you know, little I Love Lucy, a little Leave it to Beaver uh, thrown in there, and it's black and white. The entire episode is black and white. You see Vision, you see Wanda, they're married, and they're living in this sitcom. Um, but different things happen throughout the episode that make you start to wonder what is the bigger picture here? What's going on in the background, right? Um, Catherine Hahn, I just want to shout her out, man. She, she plays the nosy neighbor in this and she is absolutely fantastic. I, I love Catherine Hahn and she's badass in this and both of the first two episodes. And I can't wait to see where she goes from here. So great first episode. Um, and then at the very end of a, a tease of, of kind of the bigger picture, right? And then the second episode moves from the fifties into the sixties and it's very bewitched. You know, um, it, it has that kind of opening and, uh, we get to see more of the town. We get to see more of the neighbors and you also, again, start to see things are not what they seem. Um, I really dug the second episode. The first episode was, like I said, it was a little jarring. It took me a minute to kind of get into it. 
because it is so cheesy and kind of, but it's self-aware. It knows what it's trying to do because it's this homage to these old sitcoms. Whereas the second episode, you, you understand what it's doing and you really start to get into it. And by the end of the second episode, uh, color starts to bleed in. And that's where we start to make that transition into obviously the third episode being into the seventies. So we're going to keep jumping decades as we kind of move through these different shows. Um, I really want to talk spoilers <laughs> and conspiracy theories, um, but I but I won't do that here because I know some people might not have watched it yet because it just came out. So I'm going to hold off, um, but I will say the show is super cool. I'm very, very intrigued because I feel like even though it's, it's odd for a lot of people to get into this thing at this point, especially with the first two episodes being black and white, like my daughter was watching it and she was instantly turned off by the fact that it was black and white. She didn't care about anything that was going on. She was just like, where's the color? Give me the color back. <laughs> and she just could not get into it with it being in black and white. And I know some people just, you know, that was rough. And just, you know, the, the cheesiness aspect of it. But you've got to understand what they're going through because you're wondering the bigger questions, right? Is Wanda doing this to herself? Is somebody doing this to her? Uh, what's going on? Obviously, we're living inside her head. Or are we not? Like, we don't know. Everything is speculation at this point. Um you know, because we all know Vision died in Infinity War, you know, so where, why is Vision in this and, and what is going on with this and the other characters? So I super, super dig it. If you haven't watched it yet, jump into it, but just be forewarned, it might take you a couple episodes to really kind of get the gist and kind of understand. And then, you know, it has these moments throughout it that you're like, ooh. Um, so I know for some people it's not enough moments, but for me, it was a good start. It was a good ramp up and I'm super, super intrigued to see where this show goes. So big, big thumbs up for me. Uh, check out WandaVision streaming now on Disney plus first two episodes, new episodes will drop every Friday. Okay. Um, quick reviews, uh, servant season two has dropped. I love the show servant. This is on Apple TV plus. And, um, yeah, this is just one of those shows that I, the more, the less I say, the better off you'll be. It is creepy. It's from the mind of M night Shyamalan. And that's all I should have to say. Watch servant season one was great. Season two just started and I'm along for the ride. Let's go, baby. Uh, also starting just a couple days ago with season two of Batwoman. Now there's been a lot of, uh, History here as we've ramped up to season two, as we all know, Ruby Rose quit the show after season one. She played Kate Kane. She played Batwoman. They were going to recast and then they decided, nope, we're going to pivot and we're going to bring in a brand new Batwoman um, who's actually going to be a brand new character that we're going to make for the show. Her name is Javisha Leslie. Um, I knew her from the show God Friended Me. She played the main character's sister and she was awesome on that. But now she's the new Batgirl, uh, Ryan Wilder. And, um, again, I don't want to get into spoilers since season two just started a couple nights ago, but I like the story setup that they've done about Ruby Rose's character. It leaves the door kind of open, but also allows them to move forward. I like, um, you know, Ryan's introduction to the show and her, and how she becomes Batwoman. So, um, I thought it was a very solid season two opener. Very, very solid. I was hit and miss with season one. Um, but I really dug the opener for season two and we'll see where it goes. We'll take it from there. 
Okay, so we talked Servant Season 2, Batwoman Season 2. I just quickly want to shout out that last night we got our 911s back. I love 911, I just have to say. Uh, it's such a fun show. And then, of course, we got the spinoff last season of 911 Lone Star, which takes place in Texas, of course. Um, so 911 Season 4 started yesterday, and it was great to see everybody back and all the craziness. And then, of course, it was followed right after by 911 Lone Star Season 2 as well. Um, this one is the one with Rob Lowe and a great season premiere for that as well, too. So I love these shows. I do, still don't know why they're putting them back to back. The whole point of the spinoff, I felt, last year was that you could have 911 for a couple months. And then when they take their break or their season's over, then you drop the 911 Lone Star, right? So there's always one kind of going. Uh, putting them on at the same time kind of creates that gap again where they're both going to end and now we got no 911s. So, but um, th- this is a great show. I really dig these shows. So check out 911. And lastly, uh, I of course checked out a brand new sitcom last week over, I believe, on ABC. I think it was on ABC. Um, and yes, it is on ABC, by the way. And it's called Call Your Mother. So, um, I always try to give these sitcom kind of shows a chance and just see how they go. Uh, Call Your Mother is about Jean, who is an empty nester mom who wondered how she ended up alone while her children live their best lives thousands of miles away. She decides her place is with her family, and as she reinserts herself into their lives, her kids realize they might actually need her more than they need, than they originally thought. Um This is another one of these sitcoms that it's like, I'll give it a couple episodes. I haven't been too hot on the last couple sitcoms I've tried to get into. They're all starting to be really cheesy to me. Um, And I love comedy, so that's why I always try to give these kind of shows a chance. This show started off rough, but then kind of won me over mid to end of the show to where I was like, okay, I'll give it another episode. Where in the first five minutes, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to like this. So I will give it that, that it won me over. Uh, it stars Kira Sedgwick. She's the main actress in this. And, um, you know, uh, the, the kids are okay. The, the setup is okay. Um, we'll see where it goes. Um, and we'll kind of just take it from there. All right. So with that being said, that is all the reviews that we have. So on the movie side, we have the Marksman three out of five stars. Then over a television, obviously go check out WandaVision on Disney plus check out nine one one and nine one one Lone Star on Fox. And of course on Hulu as well. Uh, Batwoman season two, which is now on the CW servant season two, which is on Apple TV plus and call your mother, which is on ABC and Hulu as well. Okay, let's switch gears and let's get into our news of the week. All right, we are getting closer and closer to the Snyder Cut dropping. Justice League, Zack Snyder Cut, Director's Cut coming to HBO Max. Um, Some news along those lines. So a couple days ago, Harry Lennox, um, who was one of the colonels and he was in Man of Steel and um, uh, Batman v Superman, there was rumors a couple years ago that he possibly was going to be Martian Manhunter. Um, and then even before the Snyder Cut became an actual thing, Zack Snyder came out and he confirmed, yes, that was the plan all along was to reveal him as Martian Manhunter. Now we found out that uh, they have completed that 
for the Snyder Cut. Uh, Harry Lennox said that he went back in and he did some reshoots for Zack Snyder and actually filmed as Martian Manhunter. So that is awesome because they uh, he told he said that he never filmed his scenes um, for Justice League. That it was just concept and then Zach stepped away and when the Joss Whedon reshoots happened, they just nixed that idea. So now that Zach was completing his vision, Harry came back, they filmed the scenes, we will see Martian Manhunter in the Snyder Cut and that is pretty damn cool. On the other side of the Snyder Cut, we've been talking for months about the reveal that the Justice League Snyder Cut was going to be released in a four or five part miniseries. Um, because the show is four hours long, they decided to, they were going to break it down into like, you know, 40 minute, 45 minute episodes and do it for like a five or six week run. Well, <laughs> news has come out from Zack Snyder himself, uh, that they're just going to release it as the four hour movie. So, um, the plan originally, like I said, was going to be a mini series and they were going to release a film version after but now it sounds like Zack Snyder is saying they're ditching the miniseries idea and they're just going to put it out as the four-hour director's cut. So I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, I always liked that we were going to have two different ways to watch this. I was stoked to see it as a miniseries just to kind of see it unravel over several weeks instead of just watching it as a movie one night and then being done with it. Um, but then I was also looking forward to watching it as a film um, down the road. So now that it's just a film, I mean, I'm still super excited. I can't wait to sit down and watch a four-hour movie. I already told Friggins and Peeps and Geeky Pat, like, they need to come over. We need to do a big movie night. Um, Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. It'd be pretty fucking tight. So I'm looking forward to that. So there you go, man. It looks like the Snyder Cut is just going to be one big four-hour director's cut. There you go. All right. A24 has been announcing this movie, St. Maud for a long time. I mean, this movie has been on the calendar for quite some time. And um, they have announced that they still want to put it in theaters and they're going to put it on streaming as well. So they're looking to do kind of a, a day and day thing, kind of like how HBO Max has been doing. We have the brand new trailer for Judas and the Black Messiah. So definitely check out that trailer, um, which is, are of course, coming to theaters and HBO Max, Speak of the Devil. We have the trailer for Bliss, which is a new sci-fi drama starring Owen Wilson and Sama Hayek. This is coming to Amazon Prime. I watched this trailer the other day, and I absolutely loved it. I thought this movie looks badass. It looks fantastical. I like the element of the sci-fi in this, and um, I am super, super intrigued to see Bliss. I believe it comes out next month on Amazon Prime. Check out that trailer if you haven't seen it. We have the new Red Band trailer for Bloody Hell. That's right, a new wild, gory, and hilarious ride coming straight to VOD, Bloody Hell. 
we have some new te- a new teaser and some images for the Walking Dead season ten extension that is coming out here soon. So check that out. Um, we got some MCU news now. I'm not going to get into any specifics here again because when it comes to the MCU, a lot of people are super spoiler crazy. So there's been a lot of news and a lot of articles we posted on our social media in the last week because Kevin Feige, who of course runs the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, he's been doing a lot of press for WandaVision. So we got different articles up with him talking about obviously WandaVision, but then also talking about other MCU shows, Loki, She-Hulk, the theatrical movies, um, All kinds of stuff. So definitely just check our social media to see all the MCU news that is dropping. Michael Pena is set to replace Stanley Tucci in Roland Emmerich's new sci-fi epic Moonfall. So great addition there. I think I'd rather have Michael Pena than Stanley Tucci, but that's just me. So very, very cool. Um, A Indiana Jones video game is in development. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm curious. Batwoman Season 2 is going to actually introduce the villain Black Mask during Season 2. So very, very cool. As we know, Ewan McGregor played Black Mask in the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. So it's going to be interesting to see what a TV version turns out to be. Um, Julia Jones and Alano Miller have joined the Dexter revival over on Showtime. Netflix released their 2021 film preview. Um, this is a really cool little trailer, and we posted it up on our social media. Uh, Netflix showing all the really cool movies that they have coming out this year. And the trailer actually goes on to state that there is a new movie releasing every single week all year long. So Netflix is killing the game. A lot of these movies look fantastic, so I am super, super stoked at Netflix's upcoming slate, so definitely check out that trailer. Chris Pratt has a new sci-fi epic coming out called The Tomorrow War. This was actually one of Friggin's most anticipated movie of the year, even though we've seen nothing for it. Um, It sounds like it might actually head straight to a streaming service. Um, It sounds like a couple different streamers have offered Upwards to a couple hundred million to acquire the movies. So there you go, man. We'll see if anybody takes the deal and uh, we can get the Tomorrow War in a streaming format. I am looking forward to this movie as well. So we will see. Another movie that doesn't want to go to streaming and it just keeps pushing its damn release date back is the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. It is likely to be delayed until the fall of 2021. Right now it's slated for Easter. But a lot of rumors saying the movie will not keep its Easter date and it'll probably push back again, which is complete bullshit. Um, I'm tired of these movies pushing back. If you are a 2020 movie and you're delaying already in mid-2021, you need to just put the damn movie out on streaming and stop with this nonsense. Because just give us the goddamn movies already. This is so ridiculous. Like this movie, which is going straight to streaming, which is a new sci-fi action movie called Boss Level, which stars Frank Grillo as he battles Mel Gibson going straight to Hulu on March 5th. I'm excited. The trailer for this movie just dropped today. We put it up on our social media. Make sure you check that out. Boss boss Level, which I've heard nothing but great things about. I know um, the sound of it might sound weird. The fact that it's Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson, which I do like both these guys. are great action dudes. Um, But I'm happy that I can see this movie March 5th on Hulu. Let's go. 
Uh, Nick Jonas is in talks to play Frankie Valley in an upcoming streaming event of uh, like a new Jersey Boys um, adaptation that they're doing. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, Paul Bettany says that Vision's return will be explained in WandaVision. So very cool there. I think we're all looking forward to seeing that. Matthew McConaughey's new drama series Redeemer from True Detective creator Nick Pizzolatto has been scrapped over on FX. That's right. It was in the works over at FX for a while. They were going to do this together, and now the project has been scrapped. So that is unfortunate. So uh, Matthew McConaughey had actually dropped out of the project first, and then that caused FX to just say, forget it. We don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) So too bad. NBC has ordered a new Natalie Z sinkhole drama called La Brea and some upcoming comedies like American Auto and Grand Crew coming to series. I love Natalie Zia. Uh, she is fantastic and she's also beautiful. And so I'm glad that she's getting her own show over there. That is awesome. Although it makes me sad because she's actually has a reoccurring role on the unicorn, which I love. And um, maybe this makes me feel like she's not going to be around very much longer. Um, NFL star Aaron Rodgers has been tapped as an interim guest host for Jeopardy. I love how they're getting all these guest hosts. That's pretty cool. The Haves and Have Nots is set to end with the back half of Season 8 over on the OWN Network. Um, Catherine Hahn says uh, she's super excited to be a part of WandaVision, and she couldn't have dreamt of a cooler part. And like I said, she's so good at it. So thank you, Catherine, for joining the MCU. Joe Jonas, Darren Kexel. Kagasoff and Spencer Neville have joined the new upcoming Korean war movie Devotion. NBC hands out um, some series orders. I've already talked about this. Sorry, I don't know why I wrote that down twice. Uh, sometimes the way that the news is written just makes you wonder. Uh, Ray Fisher, we talked about this on last week's episode, and um, now he has come out himself and he has confirmed. That he will not be playing Cyborg in the upcoming Flash movie Um, He put out a press release stating that Warner Brothers sent him a letter That said he will not be in the Flash movie So, you know, he said he was looking forward to it Even though he was the one that came out and said I won't do any project that Walter Armada is involved in Um, He hopes to be Cyborg again one day When maybe all this stuff is settled Um, But he will not be in the Flash movie um, he also said he would do a Justice League 2 if Zack Snyder was involved in a heartbeat So I love that he has love for Zack Snyder That is very, very cool Army Hammer has exited the Jennifer Lopez co-led movie Shotgun Wedding They were getting, gearing up to film this um, But Army Hammer's uh, been in the press for not some good reasons um, lately And um, yeah, he's in some hot water with some stuff And so he is uh, distancing And uh, as of today, they actually announced that Josh Dumal is in negotiations to take over the role that Army has exited. We have the trailer for Breaking News in Yuba County. That's right. It is a new killer movie from Tate Taylor. It's a new comedy drama, so you can check out that trailer now. Uh, Rami Star. Rami Star May? Calamy? Does this chick really have that many damn names? May Calamy. Sorry, okay, Ramey, the way that this article is written, Jesus Christ. Um, May Calamy, I apologize, I don't know this chick. 
um, and didn't I was not aware of her name. Um, but yes, she is on a show, Raimi. So that's why I said Raimi star. Yes, she is the star of a show, Raimi. Uh, but her name is May Calamay, um, and she has joined Disney Plus's Moon Knight, the new MCU show. So uh, I'm glad to see Moon Knight shaping up. Congratulations, May Kalamawi, um, <laughs> as she has joined the cast for Moon Knight. Another person that has joined the cast of Moon Knight is Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is set to play the villain in Moon Knight, and that is pretty damn awesome. So great casting there with Ethan Hawke joining the team. So Moon Knight shaping up real nice. Um, we have the trailer for Falling, which is a new Vigo Mortison directorial debut. So you can check that out. HBO show Insecure is set to end with its upcoming fifth season. I know a lot of people are super bummed about this one, but yes, the series will conclude with the upcoming fifth season that is coming out. So that is on HBO and HBO Max right now. Um, Remy Malik and Zoe Zaldana have joined David O. Russell's A-list cast for his new upcoming untitled feature project. So great additions right here. Remy Malik is fantastic. Zoe Zaldana is always fantastic. So I love it. David O. Russell, of course, casting a great movie here. The Pat Morita story. It has a new trailer. That's right. It's called More Than Miyagi. The Pat Morita story. Uh, the new trailer has dropped remembering the life of the icon. So very, very cool there. Um, Lucasfilm Games has announced they're going to be doing an open world Star Wars game along with Ubisoft. So that is very, very cool. Looking forward to that. Um, Bugsy Malone has joined Guy Ritchie's new spy thriller as filming has officially begun. So congratulations there. Um, we have the trailers to all the boys to all the boys always and forever, which is coming to Netflix. Of course, this is the third movie, I believe in the to all the boys trilogy um, that is working on. So check that out. Um, Amazon prime is the one that's actually leading the bidding war for Chris Pratt's new Tomorrow War movie, they are the ones that have offered $200 million to get it as an Amazon Prime exclusive. So we'll see if they pick that up. Amazon also doing the Lord of the Rings show, and they have released the synopsis, and which teases the setting and some familiar characters. So check that out if you are interested. The Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark, has been pushed back, of course, because we got to keep pushing movies back. It's been moved back to September 24th. So yes, September 24th will be the Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. Jeremy Davies is set to star in Scott Derrickson's new film over on Blumhouse. It's called Black Phone. So we'll see how that turns out. I, I wonder if this is the project he left Doctor Strange for. <laughs> so i still confused that Scott Derrickson left to go back to Blumhouse after doing a massive Doctor Strange movie. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um... Aubrey Plaza has also joined uh, Bugsy Malone in that new Guy Ritchie spy thriller that started shooting. That is the one that's actually being led by Jason Statham. So very cool there. Cobra Kai, Netflix reveals season three is one of their top returning shows. No doubt there. Cobra Kai is awesome and Netflix loves having that. The show The Pack has officially been canceled over on Amazon after just one season. I never even heard of The Pack. So that is pretty interesting there. Um, 
Let me see here. Mayim Bialik and Bill Whitaker are also been added to the guest host rotation for Jeopardy. So some other great additions there. Um, Insecure's Yvonne Orgy is developing an autobiographical series over at Disney+. Plus. Um, Rebel Wilson is set to host a new ABC dog grooming competition called, get this, Pooch Perfect. That's right. I am not joking. Pooch Perfect, uh, hosted by Rebel Wilson, coming to ABC. So bad, dude. It's so bad. Um, Disenchanted. Of course, they're doing the sequel to Enchanted. And uh, Patrick Dempsey has confirmed that he will be returning for the Disney Plus sequel. This is some pretty damn big news here that dropped Chris Evans in final negotiations to return to the MCU as Captain America. That's right. You remember he was written off at the end of Endgame. We didn't know if we'd see Cap again, but we always felt deep down in our hearts that Captain America might return one day. And I think he is. Um, Now, Chris Evans has gone on Twitter and he tweeted news to me. Um, But that's pretty typical. I mean, I think until deals are finalized, these stars are very quick to play dumb and just say, you know, I'm not a part of it. Um, You know, just like a couple months ago, Tatiana Masolani, who was casted as She-Hulk, we all confirmed it. We all reported on it. And then she was interviewed and she said, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then a month later, they're like, Tatiana Maslany is confirmed as She-Hulk. And she's like, yay, I don't have to keep it a secret anymore. So these people will lie. Just like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch said he wasn't con in Star Trek Into the Darkness. He sure as hell was con. Um, it's just what these guys do. So I don't believe Chris Evans for a second being like news to me. Um, if we have very reliable sources saying, He's in final discussions That means he's pretty damn far along In negotiating his return So uh, the the article goes on to state That they don't think it's going to be An actual Captain America movie um, That they feel like he'll be used In an auxiliary role Kind of Robert Downey Jr. style After he did Iron Man 3 You only saw him in like Civil War We saw him in the Spider-Man movie You know and obviously the Avengers movies So he was always used as a a supporting character And that's what they think they're going to do Here with Chris Evans Um, Where will he pop up? That's the big question, right? Like, where are we going to see him in the MCU? Um, Looking along to what's coming out here soon, your guess is as good as mine. I know a lot of people are saying Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't feel like they're really negotiating with him to come back and do a quick cameo for that television show. I mean, it, it makes sense as he's the most connected to that show. But I just that show has been done and filmed, and I just don't see them adding to it since these negotiations are new. A piece of me feels like it could be Doctor Strange too, if we're talking about the multiverse. What would be really cool? Let's just say there was a comic book arc that came out recently where he was working for Hydra and he was bad. What if we got the multiverse version of Captain America where he was the Hydra uh, agent? That would be pretty damn cool, right? It's not the normal Captain America, but we see Chris Evans evil. As the Hydra guy coming through the multiverse That would be pretty interesting 
Another big part of me feels that they will actually use him in Ant-Man 3. They just announced Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. And um, you know what? Kang the Conqueror is the bad guy in that movie. And there's a lot of time travel with Kang. So maybe somehow Cap is pulled out of time again um, and brought into the fight. He has got a great great relationship with Ant-Man. You know, Cap came calling to Ant-Man. In Civil War, maybe Ant-Man goes calling to Cap in in Ant-Man 3. So, who knows, man? I mean, or it could be another completely different thing that we have no idea about. But that is the rumors, guys, that um, Chris Evans might be returning here for another go-round as Captain America. It sounds like the contract is only for a one-and-done with an option to come back for something else. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm super, super excited, man. The internet blew up that day when that news was dropped. Okay, moving along, we have another new trailer. It's called The World to Come, and it stars Vanessa Kirby. So check that out. I love me some Vanessa Kirby, so that is awesome. Peyton Elizabeth Lee has landed the title role in Disney Plus's new upcoming Doogie Howser remake that they're going to be doing. It's going to be on Hawaii. It's female-led. It's called Doogie Kamala Loha, uh, MD. So uh, congratulations to Peyton Elizabeth Lee landing that title role. Looney Tunes Cartoons trailer has released. New episodes are dropping on January 21st over on HBO Max. TNT's Animal Kingdom has been renewed for a sixth and final season. Netflix has released the trailer for I Care A Lot, which stars Rosamund Pike. I loved this trailer. I didn't know anything about this movie, and after watching this trailer, I am so down and so stoked to see this one when it comes out. So, um, I Care A Lot, movie I believe comes out next month on Netflix. Cardi B has landed a lead role in a new Paramount comedy film called Assisted Living. So congratulations to her there in landing that role. That's awesome. We have the first trailer finally for that movie Cherry, which stars Tom Holland. This is directed by the Russo brothers. We've been hearing about this movie forever because this is their first directorial movie after the Avengers films. So Tom Holland, Cherry, this was a great trailer. I really dug it. It's going to hit theaters and limited release in February and then hit Apple TV Plus in early March. So take a look at that. We have the, oh no, it's not a trailer, sorry. Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig are going to reunite with Noah Baumbach for a new Netflix film called White Noise. Apple Studios is also buying up the rights for Ridley Scott and Joaquin Phoenix's new upcoming Napoleon epic that they're working on called Kitbag. So it looks like that will be going straight to Apple TV+. Anna Paquin joins Zachary Levy in the new film American Underdog. So I love me some Anna Paquin, so great addition there for that. The Flash Season 7 has added John Core as the DC villain Chill Blaine. Chill Blaine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never even heard of that villain. Um, but he will be in the upcoming seventh season of The Flash. Uh, Endling Season 2 has gotten a trailer. This is Hulu's hit sci-fi series. Um, me and my daughter actually just started watching this on Hulu, actually. We're on Season 1 right now as we're gearing up to get into Season 2. Um, but, yeah, I, I heard good things about this, and it's supposed to be a good family show. And so far, we're a couple episodes into Season 1. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, my daughter really likes it, so that's all it's all about. So, Endlings, which is on Hulu. 
Kevin Feige states that the Netflix Marvel heroes are all on the table. That's right. He says, you know, that um, they do own the rights to all of them now, and you never know. He said that they look at every character, and he appreciates every actor that was involved in that, and you never know. So he plays very coy, of course, as always, Kevin Feige. Uh, We've been hearing the rumors, of course, like crazy that Matt Murdock, um, Charlie Cox, has been on the set of Spider-Man 3, and that Daredevil will be included in that that would be awesome and now a ton of rumors are going around that Jessica Jones may actually be in She-Hulk so you know what it makes sense man if these shows are going to take place in New York there's no reason that these characters shouldn't cross paths with each other so no word on anybody else at this point but man I'm hoping that that we're going to ease in and we're going to get these Netflix characters back in a big MCU way so very excited for the future of that Disney Plus has released the trailer for Flora and Ulysses, um, which is about a superhero chipmunk. That's right. I thought this was the origin story of uh, of, of Squirrel Girl, <laughs> but uh, it's it's not. So this is based on a book. But yeah, you could have could have fooled me with that trailer, man. Anna Taylor Joy and Robert De Niro uh, have also, along with Michael Shannon, have also joined the cast of David O. Russell's latest film, the one we just talked about, Rami Malek and Zoe Zaldana joining. Now we got Anna Taylor Joy, Robert De Niro, and Michael Shannon joining the cast as well. This thing's shaping up big time. The Queen's Gambit creator Scott Frank is developing The Sparrow over on FX. The new Chloe Zhao Oscar frontrunner No Man Land is actually going to skip theaters and it's going to go straight to Hulu in February. So that's a big move there for that one. HBO has decided to not bring back High Maintenance. High Maintenance will not be returning for a season five over on HBO. Law and Order, Annabella Sciorra set to reprise her criminal intent role over on SVU. So that is pretty cool there. I love when they cross the streams. Uh, Sana Lathan has joined season three of Succession. So very cool addition there. HBO Max has greenlit a new Julia Child series starring Sarah Lan- uh, Lancashire and David Hyde Pierce. Queen Sugar has been renewed for season six. Emma Thompson and 11-year-old newcomer Alicia Weir are set to star in the new Netflix Matilda adaptation. Um, Let me see here. Give me one second. Let's skip a couple things here. Uh, Very excited about this news. You know, all we do is keep talking about movies being pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Well, we finally had some good news as HBO has announced, Warner Brothers has announced that Godzilla vs. Kong, its release date has been pushed up by two months. That is fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this movie was supposed to come out in May, and now it'll hit HBO Max and theaters in March. So very, very cool. I'm excited about that. I saw a quick little teaser for this, which means we're going to get the full trailer here pretty soon, especially if it comes out in March. I mean, we got to get a trailer for it now. Um, I'm so excited for this movie. I really, really am. Um, so yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong, the good news of the week, moved up two months in a world of everything being pushed back. Um, Ket- uh, I'm going to mess this name up. Sorry. 
Kantemir Balagov is set to helm the Last of Us series pilot. That's right. Um, so he is going to be filming the pilot for The Last of Us, which is, of course, the video game adaptation. So congratulations there. Glad to see that moving forward. John Wick creator uh, Derek Kolstad is set to write and develop a live-action TV series set in the Dungeons & Dragons universe. That's right. I know they're working on a movie, and now we got a TV series coming from the John Wick dude. I don't even like Dungeons & Dragons, and I might be all about this thing, man. It'll probably be pretty damn cool. We have the trailer for Flack, which is a new Anna Paquin show that she's doing. So check that out. It's coming to Amazon Prime. Um, last week tonight with John Oliver gets a season eight trailer. So check that out. And season eight will drop Sunday, February 14th over on HBO for all mankind. Season two trailer has dropped. That's on Apple TV plus the new trailer for Willie's wonderland has dropped. And all I got to say is this Nicholas cage, a closed down restaurant, Called Willy's Wonderland Which think of it like a Chuck E. Cheese And the animatronics inside That come to life and try to kill everybody This trailer Was fantastic I absolutely loved it I don't even think Nicolas Cage said one word In this trailer (laughs) But it looks so batch crazy And right up Nicolas Cage's alley um, That I'm all about it So sign me up Willy's Wonderland Check out this trailer I cannot wait for this movie (laughs) Uh, Netflix has won global rights to the new Gal Gadot-led spy thriller, Heart of Stone. So congratulations there. That'll be coming straight to Netflix. Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk have debuted their new trailer for Firefly Lane, which is also coming to Netflix. So check that out if you are interested. We also have the trailer, speaking of Netflix again, for The Crew, which is the new Kevin James show that is coming out over on Netflix. It's a uh, where he stars as a NASCAR crew chief. Um, so, yes, it's called The Crew, and that's coming to Netflix. Now, I watched the trailer for this, and I'm super torn because I love Kevin James, and I, I will watch this show just to support him because that's how much I love Kevin James. King of Queens, to me, is one of the all-time greatest sitcoms ever. Um, this show does not look like it's that, (laughs) but, and I don't like racing. I don't like NASCAR. So I, I hate the premise of this show, but I will watch it for Kevin James. So wish me luck. We'll see how it goes. I think the show debuts next month in February. Uh, the CW has decided to not move forward with its Superman and Batwoman crossover. So that is unfortunate, but I kind of saw it coming because that was announced before Ruby Rose stepped away. And now with a new Batwoman, it probably doesn't make sense to have a crossover. So they have decided to not do that. Warner Brothers unveiled some first look new images for Mortal Kombat, which of course comes out in April. Everybody's dying to see a trailer for this thing This movie comes out in like three months And we have no footage Um, We just have these pictures But the pictures look cool man And I'm just hoping usually once pictures come And a poster comes The trailer follows along So I definitely do feel we will have a trailer Before the month is over And hopefully we get it and it's awesome I know my boy Friggins is chomping at the bit To see this I am as well Let's get some Mortal Kombat Congratulations to John Cena His new Suicide Squad spinoff series Peacemaker has officially Kicked off production and is now Filming so it's happening guys It's coming to HBO Max Tim Allen is in early talks To return for a sequel To Galaxy Quest Oh boy 
Um, this would be really cool. I like me Galaxy Quest, and a sequel would be pretty damn cool. So we'll see, man. This has been rumors for a long, long time, and we'll see if it actually comes to fruition. Ted Lasso Season 2 is officially underway. Makes me very, very excited. Ted Lasso is hilarious and one of the best shows of 2020. Check it out on Apple TV Plus if you haven't. It's really, really good. Justin Justin Hartley is set to star in a new crime thriller called The Never Game, which comes from the executive producer of This Is Us, which, of course, is a show he is on. So great casting in addition there. I like Justin. Um Let's see, The Rock and Kenan Thompson, they got their new comedies coming to NBC, Um, and uh, yeah, so that will be pretty cool, they both should debut in February, and um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist will take a mid-season hiatus, so we will see how that goes. Looking forward to The Rock's new show, Young Rock, um, which I hope he goes head-to-head with Young Sheldon, and we'll see how that pans out. And I've been waiting for that Kenan Thompson show, man, I like Kenan, so we'll see how that one really Really goes. Selena the series sets its date for part two. Um, so that is going to be gearing up here pretty soon over on Netflix. The team behind the show, You, um, is going to adapt a new supernatural thriller called Providence, which will be going straight to the Peacock streamer. Um, Tyler Perry's The Oval. Um, which airs over on BET, will be returning for Season 2 in February. And you can watch the first teaser trailer now. Um, March 26th is the exact date when you can watch Godzilla vs. Kong, either in theaters or on HBO Max, day and date. Uh, HBO Max also revealed a new commercial talking about the day and date releases again with some new footage that you can see for Suicide Squad, Dune, Kong, you know, King Kong, um, versus Godzilla, um, Mortal Kombat. So definitely check out that little teaser. It's actually pretty cool. It it goes by quick, so you might have to watch it a couple times, but it's got some cool stuff in there. Emilio Estevez saying that he might actually be returning as Billy the Kid and doing a Young Guns 3. Oh, my goodness. I don't like Westerns, but, man, when people say, do you like any Westerns? Young Guns always comes to mind, guys, and I'm not joking. Young Guns and Young Guns 2 are two Westerns that, you know, I haven't seen in a long time, but growing up, these were the two that I really liked because I never cared for Westerns, but there was something about Young Guns and the cast, and it just had such a cool man, you know, like Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips. I just, I really, really dug it, and um, yeah, so... If they want to do a third one, I'm down, man. Let's do it. They just got to make sure they get John Bon Jovi back to do the soundtrack because we got to have another blaze of glory. All right. Wayne Brady is set to host a new mystery variety series called Game of Talents, which comes out over on Fox, and that'll be debuting in March. Elliot Glazer and Colton Haynes are attached to star in a new comedy project that has a pilot presentation over at Peacock. Apple TV Plus is extending their free access period for Apple TV Plus customers who have signed up through its 12-month free subscription offer, and that will extend through July of 2021. So that's very, very cool there. 
Um, congratulations, WWE announcing some WrestleMania news. WrestleMania 37, which airs this year, will go back to Tampa Bay, which is what it was supposed to happen in 2020 when it got canceled uh, during the early days of the pandemic. They have announced that they are also going to do Dallas in uh, for WrestleMania 38 next year, and then LA for WrestleMania 39 in 2023. So we have the next three years of WrestleMania panned out and ready to go. So let's go, baby. All right, what else do we got up here? Uh, Resident Alien is landing over on Sci-Fi on January 27th, and you can see the new trailer for that. I think it actually looks like a pretty funny show, so I am down for that. Uh, congratulations to Liam Neeson's The Marksman, which did debut number one at the box office, dethroning Wonder Woman for the first time. So congratulations, Mr. Neeson, again. So that is pretty awesome there. Master of None, which is the Aziz Azari show over on Netflix, um, has not aired on Netflix in almost three years. Um, but I really dug this show. I love this show, and I love Aziz. Um, it is reportedly going through the news that Netflix is going to bring it back for a third season. So I am super, super excited for this if it goes through. I would love to see Aziz and a third season of Master of None. BBC's Peaky Blinders, a show that a lot of people love, has announced that they are officially ending with the upcoming season six. So that is unfortunate. But Stephen Knight has also announced that it might actually get a movie. So after the show ends, they might wrap up things with a big movie. So keep that in mind. But the series will officially end with the upcoming season six. Matt Damon reportedly uh, joining Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, We don't have any details on this. We don't know what is going on. Now, remember, he played that funny little cameo role in Thor Ragnarok where he played the play version of Loki uh, over on Asgard. So I have a feeling he's just going to be doing the same thing as a a running gag. He's going to be in an upcoming play, and we're going to see him in the background in a scene. Um, But I may be wrong. Maybe they brought him on for a bigger role. We'll have to see. But supposedly he is joining the movie, so we'll see what happens there. We have the first full trailer for Queen Latifah's new version of The Equalizer, so check that out. That's going to be released next month. We also have the trailer for The Rock's new Origins show over on NBC called Young Rock, so check out the trailer for that. We all love joining The Rock Johnson here on Am I on the Air? We have the Mortal Kombat synopsis. That's right. Um, Lots of news about Mortal Kombat and how is this movie going to play out? What's going to go down? Um, But now we know a little bit more about it. And some people like it and some people don't because they are actually revolving this movie around a brand new character. And a lot of people are pissed saying, why do we need a new character? This game has 500 people that are in it. You know, there's no need for it. Um, But... I kind of dig the idea. It's something fresh. So here's the synopsis for Mortal Kombat. MMA fighter Cole Young, accustomed to taking a beating for money, is unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's Emperor Shang Tsung has sent his best warrior, Sub-Zero, an otherworldly cryromancer, to hunt Cole down. Fearing for his family's safety, Cole goes in search of Sonya Blade at the direction of Jax, a special, special forces major who bears the same strange dragon marking that Cole was born with. Soon he finds himself at the temple of Lord Raiden, an elder god and protector of the Earthrealm, who 
grants sanctuary to those who bear the mark. Here, Cole trains with experienced warriors Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and rogue mercenary Kano as he, per- as he prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. But will Cole be pushed hard enough to unlock his arcana, the immense power from within his soul, in time to save not only his family, but to stop Outworld once and for all? That's right. Um, Louis Tan... Um, who I really like. I mean, I, I've been waiting for this dude to have a breakout kind of role. He plays this new character of Cole Young, the MMA fighter that we're talking about. So, hey, man, I just need to see the trailer. I don't mind the new character thing. We'll see how it goes. I, I think it sounds like an interesting premise to make it special and unique. And we'll go from there. So there you go. Mortal Kombat. Um, let's see here. Liam Neeson says that he was actually in talks. Um, of starring in a reboot for the Naked Gun, I could see that. I could actually really see that and think it would be pretty cool. So we'll see if that ever goes any further than just rumors at, at this point. Um, Paul Bettany says that Avengers Endgame originally had a Vision post-credit scene, but it was deleted at the last minute. Um, so he's hoping that you know that that just means they had bigger uh, bigger plan for him. Um, it sounds like the deleted scene was pretty lame though. Like Elizabeth, uh, Scarlet Witch, she just opens a body bag and you see the body of Vision inside of it. And I don't know. doesn't sound like it really was leading to anything other than a moment. Maybe, maybe he would have started to come back to life or something. Who knows? Uh, Snowpiercer has received an early season three renewal over on TNT. So that is awesome. Congratulations there for Snowpiercer. Uh, Euphoria is getting its second special episode uh, coming up here actually this weekend, and it's going to premiere early on HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max, you can watch this on Friday. If you don't, you just have regular HBO. You'll have to wait till Sunday to see it. Uh, the Extraction sequel is looking to start production later this fall. So there you go, man. Finally getting Chris Hemsworth back to do that. Savannah Welch has joined Titan Season 3 as she will be playing Barbara Gordon. So very cool there. Um, let's see here. Disney Plus has announced Pixar Popcorn, which will be a new mini series that's coming out that'll have little shorts from a bunch of your Pixar favorites. So that'll be debuting later this month, and they're going to actually drop all 10 episodes, I believe, at one time so you can binge it. Warner Brothers has announced that they're going to do a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory prequel movie called Wonka, um, and it's set to come out in 2023. Universal Pictures has unveiled that Freaky will uh, be dropping on digital and Blu-ray next month in early February, so you can finally buy it, because right now you can only rent it for the premium VOD price, so be able to pick that one up here soon. Uh, finally got some news on something I had been hoping to hear for a long time, which is that the new Say by the Bell reboot has been renewed for a second season over on Peacock. Thank you. That's right. This has been renewed for a second season. We'll include 10 more episodes of the comedy series. I really, really liked the Saved by the Bell reboot. I binged this entire season in one day. Um, I think it came out the day, I think it came out Thanksgiving Day. And um, I would binge the entire season in that one day. It was so good, so funny. Uh, so I'm very happy to hear that a second season is coming. Netflix has announced and dropped the trailer for their newest teen fantasy series called Fate, the Winx Saga. So you can check out that trailer now. Um, The Muppet Show. All five seasons of the classic sitcom are coming to Disney+. Plus, So that is very, very cool there. 
the boys season three has announced that they are going to be doing a popular, not safe for work storyline from the comics. That's right. Uh, the character's name is Herogasm. That's right. It will include the Herogasm storyline. Uh, I didn't read the comic book. I don't know, but I can only imagine based on that name of what they're going to do, man. Uh, Ginger Gonzaga has joined Tatiana Masolani in the Disney Plus Marvel series for She-Hulk. Uh, Batman the Animated Series sequel is rumored to be in development for HBO Max. So that's something that Kevin Smith has actually announced. So sounds like it might actually be working, man. Uh, uh, Batman Animated Series sequel series, so that would be awesome. CBS All Access is going to be rebranded and relaunched as Paramount Plus on March 4th Because they have to have the plus at the end Don't everybody know at this point You gotta have a plus at the end Disney plus uh, Hulu plus ESPN plus uh, Discovery plus BET plus <laughs> I mean you, Apple TV plus <laughs> You gotta have a plus So CBS All Access will officially be Paramount plus on March 4th uh, Cobra Kai season four, some new details have been released from the creators. You can check that out if you are interested in learning that at home with Amy Sedaris will not be returning for true to true TV for season four. It was going to come, but now they're saying it is not happening. Um, Tyler Perry's sisters has been renewed for season three over at BET. Netflix has topped the 200 million subscriber mark. Congratulations to them, man. Boosting, boosting up in subscribers. Uh, as Netflix, especially during this pandemic, they just continue to grow and grow. And that, my friends, is our news of the week, man. We finally, I mean, for the last several weeks, we've really had not a ton of news to get through because of all the holidays. But, man, this week was chock full of news. We have gone the full hour. Old school Am I on the air right here? So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, thank you for joining me for this hour as we've got you caught up with the latest and greatest in entertainment news. So let's wrap this baby up. Plug time. Our official page is amiontheair.com. Make sure you subscribe to that. Go to it. It's got all our links to all our socials on it. Uh, but I'll talk about some socials right now. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. Follow me on Twitter at DX Don Mega. Follow me on Stardust at Simply Don Mega, D O N M E G A. I'll give you a follow back. Stardust is awesome. Just download it and subscribe. Um, of course, we are available on Apple Podcasts. Download, rate, subscribe, leave us a five star review. I'd really appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. If Apple Podcasts ain't your thing, subscribe to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn. Google Play, Google Podcast, Podchaser, we're all over the interwebs. You could find us on Instagram and YouTube at Am I on the Air. It's very easy to find. And thanks to our great affiliates over at reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio, all one word. And that'll do it for me on this Tuesday, January the 19th. Thank you for joining me on this ride. I hope everybody has a great week. We'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully back on our normal Monday schedule. Um, so take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!